Chagiga daf chafdalad amad alef shir number two. We're ten lines from the bottom, quoting the next rule of the Mishnah. Ubetruma imnitmes. We said in the Mishnah that if one hand is impure and the other hand is pure, so as long as you're touching truma with the pure hand, the other hand isn't going to interfere with the purity of the the pure hand. Whereas by kodesh, the other hand can interfere interfere with the purity of the hand that you're touching the kodesh with. And we're going to have to see the Gemara to understand the parameters of this law. So Amar Rav Shizbi, Rav Shizbi says, Bechiburin shanu. This was taught only if the hands are joined together. So what this means is, is that if you're holding Kodesh in your pure hand, the impure hand is not going to automatically render the other hand pure, uh, the other hand impure. Rather, only if you're holding the Kodesh, let's say you're holding the Kodesh in your right hand, which is pure, and then your left hand, which is impure, touches your right hand while your right hand is touching the Kodesh, then it'll transmit Tumah um, to the hand and render the Kodesh impure. But if you were just touching the Kodesh with your right hand and either before or afterwards, um, bef- either before or after touching the Kodesh, you touched your left hand, which is impure, that left hand isn't going to have any effect. So, again, the transmission of the Tumma from the impure hand to the pure hand is only going to be while you're touching the Kodesh. But if you're not joining the hands while you're touching the Kodesh, then there's going to be no problem. Eisevei Abaye, Abaye asks a question from a Braisa. The Braisa says, Yad Naguva, that if you have a dry hand, Metame Chaverta, Letame Lekodesh, Avaloi Letruma. That hand, that dry, impure hand, will impurify the other hand for Kodesh, but not for Truma. Divri Rebbe, that's the opinion of Rebbe. Rebbe Yosibar, Rebbe Yehuda Oime, he says, Lifsoil, Avaloi Letame. It will render the Kodesh you're touching, Posle, meaning a Revi, but it will not render it, Tame, making it a shlishi. Now, what's his issue here? It makes sense if we were going to learn that the law in our Mishnah, where one hand impurifies the other hand, when it touches it, even when you're not touching the Kodesh, not like Rib Shizbi, then Haini Revusei Dunaguva. That's why there's, a, there's an extra in, a novelty to the law when, even when it's dry. But if you're going to say that like Rav Shizbi says that this problem of our mission is only going to be while you're touching the Kodesh and then the impure hand touches the first hand and the reason for that will be because we're worried that that impure hand subtly touched the Kodesh in your pure hand and therefore should render it impure. So we're worried that there was a slight touch. Then my rebusa de naguva, then why did we need to know that this applies even when it's dry? Because obviously, even if a dry hand touches kodesh, a dry impure hand touches kodesh, of course it's going to transmit tumah to that kodesh. So again, in other words, that if the law of, of uh, one hand being matame the other hand is, uh, is only when they touch each other while you're touching the Kodesh. The reason for that will be because we're worried that the impure hand subtly touched the Kodesh in your pure hand. Then that shouldn't make a difference whether it was dry or not. There will be absolutely no difference whether it was dry or not. Whereas if the law that one hand can render the second hand impure even when it's not touching the Kodesh, and then if you subsequently touch Kodesh, the Kodesh will be impure, that 
would only make sense, right? that seems to only make sense if it's, uh, if it's, a, it's a big chiddush. So there, you could say that that's only if the first hand is wet. To transmit the tumor from one hand to the other, maybe only when it's wet. And that's why we needed this brysa to come along and say, no, it applies even when it's dry. So apparently, uh, this brysa seems to fly in the face of Rav, Sh- of Rav, Shizbi's, uh, of law, of Rav Shizbi's law. And therefore, because of this issue, Abaya will hold that the law of our Mishnah applies not just when one hand is touching the Kodesh. But even when you're not touching the Kodesh, if your one impure hand touches your other hand, it will re- render it impure, even if it's dry. And then if one would touch Kodesh with that newly impurified hand, he will puzzle the, uh, the Kodesh. So now the Gemara says, Itmar Nami, it was also said, Omar Eish Lakish, also qualified this law. He said, Lo Yishonu Ele Yadoi. It, this law only applies to your own hand. But your, other, your friend's hand is not going to render your hand impure. In other words, if your left hand touches your right hand, the left hand can contaminate your right hand. However, somebody else's hand touching your hand will not contaminate your hand. But Rabbi Yochanan says, He says it doesn't make a difference whether it's your hand or somebody else's hand. One hand can contaminate and impurify the other hand. But he does say, that that's only if the, the other person's hand which touches your hand was in fact impure. He then says, that this, um, this uh, tumor that's transmitted from one hand to the other only makes it like a shlishi. So therefore, if that newly impurified hand touches Kodesh, it'll postle it, it'll render it a ravi, but it will not render it a shlishi. So then the Gemara asks, Mimai, how do we know? How do we know that one person's hand can contaminate somebody else's hand? I Meaning it doesn't have to be on the same person. It could be Mr. A touching Mr. B's hand, that now Mr. B's hand will be, um, will poisel tr- uh, Kodesh. Midakotani Sefer, from the fact that the end of the Mishnah says, Shehayad metame chaverta le Kodesh truma. We've already mentioned that there's this transmission of one of a tumor from one hand to the next. Then the Mishnah goes on again and says that the one hand can impurify the other hand for Kodesh, but not for Truma. Ha-sulamali, why do I need that final statement of the Mishnah? Ha-tanale Reisha, we already knew that from the Reisha, because the Reisha told us that one, that the one hand contaminates the other hand for Kodesh, but not for Truma. So why is it repeating it? Al-alav mina, it must be that it's coming to teach us la-asuyu yad chaveru, that this doesn't just apply to your own hands touching themselves, even somebody else's hand touching your hand. And that's the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan. So, just to summarize, we had Rav Shizbi's uh, ruling of our Mishnah that the, the, the Chumrah only applies when uh, your impure hand touches the pure hand which is currently touching the Kodesh. Um, however, Abaya disagreed with that. Then we had the, uh, the law of Rabbi Yo- or the Machloikis between Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. Reish Lakish holds that it's only if your, a single person's hand touches his other hand that it transmits the Tumah, whereas if two different people touch each other, that's not going to transmit the Tumah. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan said, no, it doesn't make a difference whether it was your hand or somebody else's hand. As long as it was Tameh, it will transmit Tumah. We said that it, that hand only becomes a Shlishi, though, 
Therefore, it can only affect Kodesh, Poisal in Kodesh, but it cannot affect, tr- it cannot affect, affect Truma. And, uh, and we proved Rabbi Yochanan's uh, law that this applies not only to your own hands, but to somebody else's hands as well from the repetition of the words in the Mishnah.